on tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, COVID-19 and what we're watching. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. Petra, we're in the middle of Corona Central. Corona Central, is it really? It is for our little area, isn't it? Oh, I suppose. Yeah, obviously it's not New York yeah. City or anything, but hell, you got 15 or 20 cases in a rural town. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, the last time we podcasted was over a month ago, about. Was it really? Uh, it's just. I think. But Time's been weird. How much has changed in a month? It's crazy. I mean, if anybody had told you uh, six weeks ago, okay, here's what's going to happen. They're going to cancel everything. It's going to, nobody's allowed to, you wouldn't believe it. No, no. There's no way. You'd be like, what? That's something in China and the news. Exactly. That's not going to be here. We'll never do that. Boom. Just like that. <laughs> we did it. Well, I'm thinking about like getting groceries, like how... The logistics of going yeah. to the grocery store. And I feel guilty because we do have just a few masks that I've, I've had for like our construction jobs and stuff when we worked in, in the dust. So right. we do have a few like high quality masks, but it's like eight. We've got like eight masks. It's all epidemic. It's yeah. Like, and what do you do? It's like, and, and there's not really a shortage of medical equipment that I've heard of in our area because we haven't really gotten hit with it yet. No, but all this stuff, there's just a million things to bring up because yeah. it has been a while. Like you just said, mask. Everybody knows the N95 is exactly. a of mass now. <laughs> like people, we know things that were not even terms a month ago. Yeah. Everybody's calling it coronavirus. Now everybody knows it's COVID-19. Yeah. Um, Social distancing. Nobody heard of that until a month ago. Exactly. There are so many things that already just little things that have been introduced into our lives that are totally unique and new. Brand new. Brand new. It's like living in a cyberpunk dystopian future a little bit. Like for me, it's a little bit scary because I've always enjoyed that genre. Yeah. I mean... It's it's kind of terrifying. It is terrifying in a way if you think about it too much. I don't get overly drugged down by it. As a matter of fact, um, there's a lot of stuff on the the PTSD message board, CPTSD message board. A lot right. of us, like we're kind of stunned how upset some people are around us, right? And because we're not that upset by it, no, it's kind of washing over it. Because, I don't know, maybe our, our our trauma buttons are numb. Does that make sense? Maybe. Even little things, like, you couldn't have told me that they'd ever cancel the NCAA basketball tournament. I'd be like, yeah. there's no way. I don't care what disaster. Yeah, like, even in, in wars and stuff, they, they let sports happen just to entertain, just to keep people from totally... Losing, losing their, their minds, minds, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and right? that now any kind of social gathering like that is yeah forbidden. It's insane. And then in around here too, and I'm sure everywhere, it, they're starting to break into two clearly different factions here. 
of, uh-huh. of people who are basically on board with this, social distancing, do the minimum, stay at home much you can, versus another class of people that are not as either they just don't give a fuck, period, or they're definitely not as strict as they should be. And you got those two people fighting. Yeah. There's people on Facebook every day in our area that drive by Lowe's and take pictures. Like, look, you know, and then basically, and I don't know if it's good or bad. I mean, as far as shaming, like, look at these fucking assholes. This parking lot's full. What's the matter with you fucking idiots? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it makes me really, you know, we had kind of a, almost a use for going to Lowe's. And what crap? There might be some pieces to our our most recent, you know, purchase. We got a washer and dryer for a a tenant. And we may have to pick up a cord there. It's nerve-wracking to think that you have to do that. It's almost like crossing a picket line. Well, it is. And and sometimes they have a point. I mean, yeah. I, I get it. There, yeah. there's, I mean, that's the thing about it. Yeah. Why, what is why necessary? What right. is necessary? Why? What is your definition of necessary? Exactly. Why are you fucking shopping for flowers? Why, yeah. why did you bring your whole damn kids and family to Lowe's or to Walmart or wherever And the, the sad hell? thing is, is a lot of the people who are out doing that are probably the people with great immune systems that are not going to be impacted by this. I don't know. It's it's just goofy. And then when you read local Facebook posts, somebody started a local group around Hazard here, like people helping people. And it's and I get it. It was designed for a good reason, but it's totally not. <laughs> it's totally not a good reason anymore. What, what's going on? Well, like people will post like, like, oh, here I found um, there they've got toilet paper at the. Um, food fair at blah 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 and, and then boom. they get bum rushed and, and then they get bum rushed and buy it out yeah or they've got masks at the pharmacy over by blah 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 boom sold out it's gone yeah so i and and there's uh, and there's like double digits of cases in our area like the whole area it's not even up right. to 100 yet no which that makes these people Again, you got the people like, well, so we don't have to worry about it. See, there's nobody here that has this. What are we worrying about? And then other people like us. And like, really? You got to buy fucking flowers? Really? Yeah. That's what we're here for? Like, it's, I see their point. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally understand why they're completely frustrated about it. So. So I stay home. <laughs> Well, and we should. Yes. And that's happening. So there are all kinds of social conflict happening. It it is just the craziest. Well, I, you know what? I've always been a a borderline shut in anyhow. I didn't go out much before. Right. And now instead of going to the grocery store once a week, like I'm going twice a month. So it's like every two and a half weeks or so. Right. You know, milk and vegetables basically. So, like, there was somebody well, on Facebook the other day doing a, um, oh, like, they've gone this group I'm talking about, and they're uh-huh. and they're complaining about. I've been to the store every day this week, and I just cannot find milk. I've been to every store, or not milk is meat. 
They want some sort of meat. Mm-hmm. I've been to this store every day. I've been to the store. Look, I'm like, will you just stay the fuck at home? No kidding. Do you, do you have to? Would it kill you to eat a fucking salad once in a while? Really? <laughs> you got to go out every day and chronicle. Oh, I went out twice a day looking for meat in all these places. Like, just stay your ass home. A double dumbass on you. Right. Uh, God. Like how yeah. many? We got a. Uh, all right. We do have a lot of stupid people. Oh, we have more a in our share. A lot of stupid people. Like we've said, in our pantry or anybody else's pantry in this whole county, I guarantee you there is enough food to last them three months. Without exaggeration. It may be rice. And beans. And beans and canned vegetables. You know, it might not be hamburger every night and whatever the else, but there's enough food for you to live. Yeah. So stop hoarding this stuff, you damn people, and getting out every day. In two or three months, you'll be able to go out and get all the damn spam you want. <laughs> just can you do you think you could wait just a couple of months? Yeah, yeah. I, here, right here, there's there's your motorcycle riders going by. Both of them, by, by the way, like they were not social distancing, and they're both in the age category that probably most impacted by this so the over 70 crowd well that's geniuses geniuses that's how it goes well i've got good news for you Uh about this um it's almost over i think because i'll show you here let's see if we can get this guy here (laughs) actually this is a better one are you ready Uh uh-huh all right this is uh this is Kenneth Copeland. Remember that dude? No. No. He's a televangelist. He was on some show. He was trying to defend his multi jet fleet and all of his excesses. He's one of these guys. Okay. He's a televangelist. Yeah, here's him. God commanded you And by the way, there's a part of this is absolutely gonna be your aunt and uncle here when you hear the other okay. <laughs> when you hear his sidekick. Okay. He put his foot on your head <laughs> in the Garden of Eden. You will destroy through co- He's talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> at nineteen. No more No more. No more. <laughs> no more. Is finished. Finished. It is over. And the United States of America is healed and well Thank you. again. Saith the mighty. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's so much your aunt and uncle. So much. Peace, who is also the Prince of War. There you go. Wow. That good enough for you? I'm speechless. Here's another little clip of him blowing it away, too. COVID-19! COVID-19! <laughs> there, there's some germs on the whole congregation. He right. just spit on the congregation. Right, like that would be the worst thing you could do. I'm going to blow it away on all you all. You know what? That absolutely positively <laughs> reminds me 
of one of the absolute <laughs> worst ass beatings I ever got in the back of the church. Oh, that's your. I got to share this one. That's your church be a good church beating All story. Right. Nothing beats. Okay, my neighbor down the road, Chad and I, we used to sit together in church, and and with my cousin Eddie, the three of us would melt crayons in the the, the heater. <laughs> all service along that would keep us busy we were little kids you know i, I can already justify this beating absolutely absolutely <laughs> but they were preaching about i forget who it was but some someone that jesus healed he spit in the dirt and made clay and then put it over the guy's eyes and chad said there's mud in your eyes and I could not stop laughing. There's mud in your eyes. There's mud in your eyes. And I mean, I was a little kid and I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever heard. And I just couldn't quit giggling. And like every, I mean, just anybody look at me, I'd start giggling again. Chad, Chad and Eddie kept looking at me. <laughs> Cousin Eddie, right. that one. And um, so, so yeah, I finally got jerked up, dragged down <laughs> out of the back of the church and just Whooped every living shit out of me. <laughs> Got your little butt smacked a little bit, didn't you? I'm sure you? there was a sermon going on and some blowing germs happening uh, too up front. God. Oh, well. Oh, it, just it, like that. Yeah. Just like it. The wind of God on you. On you. You are destroyed forever. You are, you are destroyed, destroyed forever. And you will never be back. And, and you'll, you'll never, never be back. Thank you, Argo. Thank you. There you go. So, just so you know, it's all gone now. It's all hoax. He can go wherever he wants, do whatever he wants. Oh, <laughs> that must be his little shtick for a while, because that's too different. He's in two different uniforms, or uniforms. <laughs> suits. Suits. <laughs> They're uniforms, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Freudian slip, if there ever was one. Um, and this one, he has a poor little guys behind him giving him the background amen yeah the yeah. background support it's gone team. yeah just repeating anything he says <laughs> like everybody great. has to follow along uh for people i know most people are listeners but your aunt and uncle they do that routine at at every prayer at every dinner we ever have <laughs> yeah. always all the uh church or church christmas and thanksgiving dinner and all that stuff they my, do they do this routine it's great my uncle's a preacher and my aunt is his backup amen machine <laughs> yeah. yeah like having his own little cheering section all it the time. is it is it's perfect relationship it is uh you know there's just, there's just a lot to talk about this covid19 thing i don't know how much longer how much more you want to talk keep I got going few, I got keep going more let's, let's unload it let's unload it you know i it this well, is documenting our lives. Yeah. Well, one thing is I was going to bring up the church situation, and this guy pretty much exemplifies <sighs> it of uh, these churches still holding service just like normal because God will protect the, the, us or it, whatever. It makes me want to commit hate crimes. So, Hank, it makes me want to commit hate, hate crimes. I've always had a problem with religious institutions, period. And, and long-term listeners know exactly why. Yeah, I'm, I'm great for spirituality, your relationship with God. Just keep it private. And it doesn't need to be this, this organized. Everybody, like, they, they have to prove their faith to themselves 
by gathering in the face of a horrifying illness. And that's mental illness as well, if I've ever heard of it. Well, I mean, by definition, church and science are always going to be at odds with each other. And so this yeah. is just a perfect example. Like science tells you exactly what to do to help, you know, cope with this with this situation of a virus. Yeah. That's a scientific approach versus a, a you know, versus a church approach of well, we'll just pray and it'll just, you know, it won't bother us cuz you know, we're children of God and blah blah blah, you know. That's yeah. what's going to so I don't know. So that's goofy. It just uh, hurts to watch them do it. And and, then, and, 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 the, and so many of them are the older folks that are right? going to be hurt by this. And the uh, and Hobby Lobby, those assholes have oh. used this loophole in Kentucky. I don't even know how they managed to stay open, frankly. They just did it to defy the law. They broke the law, basically. Yeah. They're not absolutely in any way, shape, or form... You see, in Kentucky right now, to you're right, to document this, if we ever listen to this someday, here in Kentucky now, unless you're an essential business, quote, you are not allowed to be open. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And so there's a, there's a weird game going on in Kentucky, and I'm sure every other state in the world, that you try to somehow justify yourself as essential, no matter what you do. Yeah. You, you could be... a Whatever it is. And they've defined this even. And Hobby Lobby is they still in to. defiance of it. Uh, right. I've read today. I think they're going to close now. Yeah. But they've been this whole time. Yeah. Hobby Lobby of all things. And if you go in Hobby Lobby at any time, it's just a sea of little white heads. Exactly. Like it's you just the, said. all the little old ladies. It's exactly <laughs> the people who if, get, who if they get this are going to be in a high risk of dying. From yeah. It. Yeah. So, and they don't give a shit. Their corporate office, fuck them. We, oh. This is our chance to make money. It is you know, absolutely I, I, I Hobby Lobby is on my list of absolute stores I boycott. Like, under no circumstances do I ever spend money in Hobby Lobby anymore. Well, this is another example of, I just think they're, they're assholes. Just, yeah, to the core. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my, well... It's not just my conspiracy theory, but it's definitely. Right, yeah, talk about this. I I, just, this. This is this is. Let's go. Let's go. Well, you know, I've. You hate to be a crazy conspiracy theorist, so I've kind of waited to see if there might be some credible something. Or, I mean, let's let's just. I'm a common sense dude. Okay. And. When you start putting things together, first of all, this is a China is a communist country. Okay. Extremely rural, most of it. And communist countries forever have this I don't know. They don't want to look embarrassed to the rest of the world. They don't want to show weakness. Like they don't they're very private and isolated. Like they just there's a reason that China you know, or any communist well, country. Well, right, China has historically to have internet. You're not allowed to have any of this stuff to communicate with the outside world. That's a core belief in communist countries. Is it in communist countries, or is it just in China? Well, no, uh, no it's well, a communist thing in general. Okay. So my point restrictions. Is, so my point is, when this happened, I knew 
and everybody else with any common sense, what I'm saying, knew that however this went down, however China reported this as going down, it didn't go down exactly like that. It was probably a lot worse. It was probably a lot worse, or maybe it was a mistake. You you just never know because they're not going to tell you the truth. If the truth makes them look bad, they're not going to tell you the truth. Okay. I just don't. don't, That's that's the way it is. Okay. (laughs) It's like Chernobyl. Back in the 80s with Russia, same thing, you know. They, dude, dude, it's like that for almost any government. And no, maybe. You, can, you cannot say that right now about their government and not not acknowledge that ours is exactly the same way well, right now. Well, no government wants to be embarrassed or admit weakness. I, I get some of that. Okay. But I mean to the point of where it's a fault. Again, comparing it to like Chernobyl, where if they had just asked for outside help, and things couldn't maybe wouldn't have been as bad or get some people to help you or whatever. My point More is more dictatorship like governments are like that. Right. My point is when this happened in China and this started this giant outbreak, I just knew I just knew something would eventually come out of of an alternate very possible thing that could okay. happen. And I and I found one. I started hearing it from some friends of mine who were in the medical field. Who have sources that are, you know, they, they they subscribe to some pretty good, pretty scientific, not pretty scientific, extremely scientific magazines, like you know, Journal of American Medicine and yada yada, you know, things like that. Anyhow, point is, here's the big smoking gun, as far as I'm concerned. All right, in this Wuhan province, where and and specifically this marketplace where supposedly somebody ate a damn raw bat uh-huh. or somehow uh, this infection got from a bat to a person uh-huh. in this whatever. This, in this somehow in this cesspool of animals and animals or yes. animals and people. Well, isn't it just a hell of a coincidence that the, what do they call it? Their Institute for Virology, basically the place in China that they go that, they study all the deadly viruses like of their the world. CDC. No, that's even separate. This, this that's two separate things in this mm-hmm. article. This center for virology is three miles from this dam where this supposedly started. And that sounds like a bad idea. Beside of a bad idea, right? Yeah. The the place in China where they study SARS. All these crazy viruses of the world, and frankly, where they're probably making more. Contagion. (laughs) Where it's Contagion, the movie, yeah. That happens to be three miles from where this all started. And that's number one coincidence. That's no way it's a coincidence. Number two coincidence is the thing that you just said. Their Center for Disease Control Mm -hmm. happens to be 10 miles away from this place. Oh, nice. They're conveniently located near each other. Right. Yeah, yeah, think that now how they're just just that alone. Yeah. I can tell you right now anybody with any common sense knows that uh, what are the odds? Look at a map of China and tell me the odds of this virus starting <laughs> in, in a spot who, that's right beside Who knows there. what kind of wonky like some 
they go down to the wet market and buy themselves some bats to do virus testing on and it escapes the laboratory. I mean, my God, who knows? Well, that's exactly what. Who they, knows? Well, according to this article, and this is in uh, DailyMail.com, and it seems to be a halfway reliable source, by the way. Daily Mail? Yeah. Okay. Why is it bad? It's one that I don't go with. I don't want to pick at you, though, so... We're, well, we're enjoying this. Well, I don't know if it's facts. Like the rest of the article may insinuate some stuff. I'm trying not to say the things that are not facts. Okay. But I'm going to assume that from this article, those two things, the location from where this started is probably factual. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'm going to assume it is. So that's enough right there to tell me that it's just bullshit that this started. Uh, according, according to this article, which again, I don't mm-hmm. know the total accuracy, it says that there's rumors around this Wuhan that basically that's exactly what happened was one of these researchers in the virology center came home and then infected other people is exactly what they are saying locally. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true. Yeah. It, that certainly makes sense. But they would certainly want to blame it on something besides it got out. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, this says, and as you say this, since I'm not 100% sure, I mean, you're right, this is in USA Today, but uh, this says a study by South China University of Technology concluded that COVID-19, quote, probably, in quotes, originated in the Center for Disease Control. Although shortly after its publication, a research paper was removed from a social networking site where, uh, for the scientists and researchers. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. How about that? And yeah, I don't know. It just, the whole article just basically is is backing up that. Okay. Here's a, here's something from uh, it says from the state-run China paper. The state-run People's Daily newspaper said in 2018 that it was, uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, no, that's our, different. Yeah, it's our, our nightly ambulance. Uh, this is, says that, that that place was capable of conducting experiments on highly pathogenic organisms such as de- deadly Ebola virus. Anyway, the point is that's where they went to study all that crap. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. It is scary. It is a scary, weird time to live. It is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they're supposed to. They're supposed to carry out animal experiments and shit like that. Just. All I know. Um, in the cosmetics industry, to get approval in the People's Republic of China, you have to do animal testing, and. Some brands choose not to, to, you know, be cruelty free and some brands, it's a huge market. You know, there's millions, billions of people. There's a billion people over there to market to. So, yeah, they're still kind of antiquated with the animal testing. So I think they'd be going for it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take one more little tidbit out of this article and then I'll get off this. You can look at it for yourself. It says, interest, intriguingly. When the wildlife market was closed in January, a report appeared in the Beijing News that identified Hong Langing, it's a Chinese name, (laughs) a researcher at the Institute of Virology who was named as, quote, patient zero, in quotes. Hmm. 
now later they claim now it says the Chinese government now basically claims that was fake information by the institute and says that this scientist is in good health and was and it was never diagnosed with COVID nineteen. But apparently it appeared and again unless this article is just lying. Apparently it appeared in the Beijing news that that dude worked at the Institute of Virology and he was patient zero. We know some of their scientists that basically gets disappeared. I know I've seen that in reputable, it, yeah, yeah. reputable things. People that were whistleblowers. That's what happens in a communist country when you go against what they tell you to, you know, the narrative they tell you. I know. It's not, uh, th- not this cool. Is, this just smells fishy as it can be. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know that it was a purposeful, you know, I mean, a biological yeah. warfare. They did this on purpose. But I believe that is exactly what has happened. They've created something or fucking around in this lab and it got out. I think that is a hundred percent what has happened here. Well, I have no, I wish if they had that they had shortly thereafter released the vaccine for it and you know, got their money. Cause it's scary right now. We don't really know what we're dealing with still. No, it's crazy. We're still working on ways to treat it and ways to prevent it and we're sitting here hunkered down in our bunker waiting for those scientists to well and how much is this going to change for things forever or for years i mean this without exaggeration very easily could throw our country in a 1929 style five to ten year depression yeah i'm talking 20 percent unemployment Things are not going to be the same. It's going to change everything. But, I mean, we've been on not the greatest course in the world. So I'm hoping that maybe this is our chance to right the ship. Well, we I'm will see. I'm going to be Susie Sunshine about it. Maybe this is our chance to right the ship. Well, I've said before, and I'm sure I've said it on the show, that I do feel like that our country needs a kind of a reset. As far as you know, I've said, like in 2008, like I wish they had just kind of let the let the economy collapse so people would learn some valuable lessons about mm-hmm. a how good you really have it. Yeah. You know, and then when it's gone, you realize how great you've had it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other part, just the financial responsibility of being able to. How about saving a little money back for a rainy day? Could this have you know? shaken people up anymore? I mean, we've already talked this show that there's still some idiots out here that are not taking this seriously. Right. But there's no sign that this is going to, that anything's going to change and be any different for at least another month. Probably more. We have a renter who is a national gigantic corporation renter who is listed on the on the new york stock exchange and they sent us a letter today saying they can't pay their rent yeah now that's the damn truth (laughs) it's a letter i could put i could easily put it on any message board and it would go nationwide in a second yeah like holy shit this company this company can't pay their rent People would lose their mind if they yeah. knew some of the shit. Now, imagine the ones we don't know about. I'm talking major, major companies 
Well, they've already, like, the airlines are already screaming at the top of their lungs that they're going under, and we're finding, you know, years of dirty dealings where they've done stock buybacks and, and underhanded crap. I wonder what, what, I mean, we don't get to make those choices. Congress is going to make those choices for us. Then we've got an election coming up to decide what to do moving forward. I mean, this is really a it's, big deal. It's damn, happening at a big time. Damn, it is a big deal. Damn right it's a big deal. It's one thing when you hear your local, you know, your local vape shop. That doesn't have two months of reserves because they're just barely hanging on. Yeah, yeah. But when you hear big companies, and another one that I've heard that I will say this one um, because I have seen it on message boards and in major things. Um, of all things, it'll sound the, the Cheesecake Factory. I Can't know. pay its rent. Cheesecake Factory was one of the first ones to send out a letter to their landlord saying, we can't pay our rent. We'll, well, you know, we'll do a two-month deferment, blah, blah, blah. Basically, here's what we're going to do. You like it or not, we're, we can't. Yeah, we can't if you want us it. to stay, here's we yeah. can't pay it. Here you go. Yeah. So, uh, and again, imagine if these big guys, if you're a cheesecake factory and you don't have enough reserves for a couple of months, fall off of the, you know what I'm saying? Well, all right. Here, here we Ugh. we rode bicycles past Ruby Tuesdays at. Two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, which would be prime Sunday dinner. There were two cars behind, parked behind it. I think that well, was maybe uh, for carry out or takeaway or something like that. There was nobody there either time we drove past or well, rode past. No, I mean that's what I'm saying. You've always uh, and and that's no problem. You're more worried about the virus. I'm more worried about the economic impact. From keeping things shut down too long. And there's a balance. I don't know what it is. I'm glad I'm not the one to make the call. Like you said. It's (laughs) it's basically. It basically. Basically. It's the president. And the governors. Or who's making that call. Yeah. Because the governors. Basically are saying. Which. You know. They have a lot of leeway in their state. Whether they open up the beaches. Or kind of home confinement. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like there's a lot of states. That are giving exemptions for churches. Mm-hmm. Opening up things like the beaches in Georgia. I mean, the the local mayors are losing their minds, screaming at the governor, "Stop this in Georgia!" I know it is. Yeah, you know, it's and and they've got they're right down there with Louisiana, which has for so it Mardi Gras. They have a hot spot. New Orleans is a hot yeah. spot. Well, just ask to see how it plays out. Yeah. The stock market's uh, kind of been about the same for about a week. It's dry, It's plummeted from, it was like right at 30,000. Now it went down to 20,000. So that's obviously a 33% decrease. Now it's around 21,000 and just kind of holding there. Like at least it's not, you know, the next drop off is going to be to 15,000. And yeah. if that happens, it will be, it will be absolutely what I'm saying, a 1929, five to 10 year, 20% unemployment, it's going to get bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the unemployment rates are skyrocketing. Oh, of course. 
I mean, again, and and I get it. The people who are making a stretch. Well, I'm a baker. Well, technically, that's a essential duty because I send some bread to the hospital once every six months. So I'm essential. <laughs> like like people are trying to find every loophole they can to stay open. Well, I mean, and and they have made like you know the the carry away restaurants. Like it's possible to keep some of these things just barely afloat. Right. And but that's where again you get into the whole well, I'm not really supposed to be open. So you've got people who who screw that. I'm finding a loophole. I'm staying open. Yeah. And other people are like, no, I'm gonna do what they tell me. I'm just closing it down. And what do you do? And then you got people that absolutely like we were saying, like Hobby Lobby. Like there's no damn way they can make any argument whatsoever that they're, they're essential. essential. But they stayed open. But they stayed open. But then we've got there's other renters or or not just renters, people in general. Uh, if you're a hairdresser on a hair salon, there's no way. How are you going to justify that being essential? I think aren't they making um, it possible for a lot of people who are self-employed, like a lot of hairdressers, to um, apply? Yeah, like photographers, hairdressers. Yes, you're right. There's some that this government package that went through, and that should help a lot. Self-employed people can now apply for unemployment insurance. Helps tremendously. That twelve hundred dollar check everybody's going to get. That's going to help tremendously. It is gonna help a lot yes don't get me wrong that stimulus package and that was one of those democrat republican that's when you know shit's bad in our country when something gets passed that fast when something gets passed like that when people hate each other yeah i mean democrats and republicans as opposite as they can be right now but that came through and it took about a week before they're like unanimously yes like, yeah this is gonna go yeah so my my fear is the next well uh, <laughs> What's going to happen when a bill comes for that? You're spent, that money has to come from somewhere. It's trillions of dollars that you're just quote giving away. Where's that going? Where are you going to make that up at? Get up there, fat cat. <laughs> Our cat's so fat you can't get up there. <laughs> Jump Poor up. baby. Jump up there, Chairman Meow. <laughs> Chairman Meow is in the chair. She would know what happened to this Chinese mess. Chairman She'd Meow. figure that out. Yeah, anyway. her little idiot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah. Anyway, so down the line, that's even even if we get through this with all the stimulus package, we give out this money. Everybody get everybody gets free money for a while. <laughs> okay, well, somebody's going to pay the bill for that sooner or later. So somehow, some way, this is going to. I us wish up. I understood government finances. I've got a buddy of mine who is actually employed, you know, as an accountant for. The government, mm-hmm. basically. And I can't wait for the explanation of, of where that will come eventually from. come from. Because it's uh, got to come, you're, like you said, it's coming from somewhere. Right. But And right now, nobody's even thinking of that. And I get yeah. it. We just got to get through this now. Like, I get it. Uh-huh. Like, I saw an article the other day, and this is in New York specifically. It was saying that they estimate 40% of of tenants in new york are not going to pay their rent this month 40 percent and we're talking new york yeah those are that's not little slummy places we're talking throughout the whole city yeah manhattan all that yeah imagine 40 percent of people not paying their rent 
And I'm not saying they're being assholes not paying but, it. But, but you I'm know what? Saying, they're they're peaking church. their infection right now. Mm-hmm. So this is probably as bad as it's going to get. We've had a number of our tenants already pay their rent this month. We've, we've right. been blessed. Knock on wood. We it's have. been... We have. It's been smooth sailing for us. Um, and we're going to work with them. next month, it may be harder for them. That's what I was The month say. after, it may be, I mean, they may not be able to pay I know. That, that's, so we got to kind of hold on cause, because it's going to peak there where they've got the most population and it's going to wash out over all of the rest of us. We're not going to get hit hard by this for another month or two. And like even May. Right. No, I, I think you're exactly right. But even this stimulus package, it sounds great. But again, you're getting some unemployment insurance if you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. If you're not self-employed, you get a $1,200 check or uh-huh. $3,000 per household. Yeah. What's that? About on average, maybe three months rent in rural areas. So if they use it for that, yeah. which they're not all yeah. going to use every well, And I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to have to figure out what they can use it on. They're going to have to feed themselves by medication. Yeah. Um, keep insurance policies active, mm-hmm. um, especially their health insurance. I mean, right. cause a lot of people are laid off. Now they're going to be picking up Cobra. I know. So, I mean, that's going to eat every penny they're going to get. April. I'm, I'm exactly You're. I agree with you a hundred percent. April. So, so, it's going to be the next month that yeah. we're going to see people really like, I can't pay this. And, yeah. and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And by the way, to defend ourselves as the evil overlord, devil landlords, we have bills to pay too. Yeah. We have mortgages to pay, insurance, maintenance and repairs. You know, they don't just stop. AEP doesn't just stop sending us an electric bill because there's a hard time. Yeah. Now they'll do deferments. Yeah. And things like that. And that is exactly what we can pass on to our tenants. Yeah. Like we can defer their rent. Like, okay, yeah, you don't have to pay this this month. We get it as bad. But we'll add it on to the end, average it out over your whole lease term. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is this money has to be repaid because, you know, a bank's not forgiving us. We've got the same amount of money to pay. Yeah. Yeah. And people, a lot of people do not understand that. There's movements out there right now, like hashtag basically don't pay your rent or rent strike. People purposely like, fuck those asshole landlords. I'm not paying my fucking rent. Well, I think some of those movements are for more areas like Washington, D.C. and some of the shady shit that goes on there. With some of the bigger companies where, like, you're on a fixed rate and when you're one day late, they can throw you out so they can get somebody in at a higher rate. You know, areas that have way more demand than they have supply. It's just stacked different and there are more predatory business practices than we would ever do i understand why you're defensive about it but i also understand i mean i have been taken advantage of by landlords before right and well i'm defensive because i mean again if if every renter in america has this attitude then like it's they it's it's the fact that they hold us landlords as something different than another company like, they're not out picketing AEP, the electric company, yeah. to say, hey, we can't afford this. Just don't charge us. No, they're not They're not asking yeah, their it, insurance. It's like landlords have been targeted. Yeah, they're not asking their car insurance. 
How about that? How about asking your car insurance? Say, hey, I, how about I just pay half this month? And they're like, fuck you, asshole. What are you talking about? You got a bill for $300. You got to pay $300. Well, actually, uh, so well, one of the well, we'll insurance companies it. is actually giving people like a, a bonus or, or like premium back because they aren't driving as much. So that's not a good argument <laughs> yet. Okay, well. <laughs> but... But it is like that in in How some ways. Well, it could be anything. Just name. I mean, you can be a contrarian and argue anything. But I'm not uh, trying to. But imagine. I'm not trying to. But so. imagine Walmart. How about going to Walmart and saying, "Okay, I can. I, I, my bill's a hundred dollars. Here, here's fifty. What are they going to say? They're like, uh, "Yo, it's another fifty, jackass." What do you think? Like they don't expect any other company to mm-hmm. to, to just give things away for free except landlords. In this situation. In this situation. And it just kind of, it's, it sucks. I agree. So, I mean, it's just part of it. But I'm just defending myself to anybody listening. <laughs> okay. About, because, well, yeah, I've had to do this with our tenants. I've, I've preemptively sent out a letter as nice as possible because I've seen these yeah. letters where people got grilled over one false, one little sentence, if you take it the wrong way. Uh, you believe this evil landlord that, you know, blah, blah, blah. They want their money and they're greedy. And uh, anyway, I don't, there is, there is that stereotype. And I wrote a letter that just, took four hours to write. Yeah. Uh, literally four hours that I sent out to all our tenants basically saying, look, I know it's a bad situation, but we have bills to pay too. And no, and it, we need you to pay your rent if it is all possible. If you can't, we will work with you on deferring your payments, and we'll work with you to do that, the same as the bank will do with us. But just understand that we cannot forgive debt. The total debt is going to be the same, just like when the bank yeah. defers our payment. Our total debt we pay to the bank is going to be the same. Yeah. And we're and it's not like we're charging interest or anything like that. We've we've right. done everything we and we understand that there may be people who may not ever be able to pay. And one of the options that we gave was forgive a month's rent in exchange for an extra year's yeah. year extended your lease. servitude extended lease. Extended lease. Exactly. <laughs> so um right. So it's been it's been tough. <laughs> Just weird. It is weird. It is weird, and it is like landlords singled out, and we are not being jerks at all. We swear. <laughs> no, we're trying. It, it's just. It is a weird, icky feeling. It, it is. It, it it really is weird. Cat, you are taking up all of this chair. I am sitting on the edge, about to fall off. <laughs> my cat baby tell us about a few shows i know yeah. we're 45 minutes into this thing but uh, there's right. a lot of coronavirus stuff to talk about yeah here. yeah well uh, one of the things that through the coronavirus that i was looking forward to was star trek picard you finally got to see all of it yes I'm, i dragged hank kicking and screaming through that series but i loved it i absolutely adored it it's under the same what channel is it on well it's on cbs all access and which right now is streaming for free, I believe. Ooh, I think the whole month is streaming for free, so you can get all of the Star Treks on there. And if you do, you've got to check out Picard. It's great. It's it's a lot like um, some of the HBO shows where it's more like a 10-hour movie than 10 individual episodes of a, a, a serial. And right. I know some 
diehard old school Star Trek fans were butthurt because of that because they missed that it was all wrapped up in one episode. And I'm like, get over tough it. shit, get over it. Exactly. It, I mean, it's a wonderful, beautiful homage to you know the original Star Trek in an exciting new format. That's just beautiful to look at. They had a lot of callbacks from old characters. Yes. I thought that was fun. It was wonderfully done. I know you like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. oh, that's, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is like that. It's like, it's like coming home, but it, it's a totally new adventure. Yeah. And it was great. Sentimental. It really was good. It was a good show. It was uh, a good show. Good plot. Special effects were great. We saw it on a big, on our little, we have a big screen. We have a big our, screen. We have a big screen in our little apartment. Yeah. And so there's that. Um, there's also a show that I've watched for the last five years. I didn't put you through called The Magicians. The Magicians. You've always loved that show. I have. That I have. And, the, and they just had their, their final episode and it was. That is Dirty Harry Potter is what that is. It is. It is. It is. That is PG-13 slash R-rated Harry Potter. Yeah. If yeah. they had nudity, it'd be absolutely R-rated. They might they get by PG-13. They come a little close. I mean, they they get almost to the edge with some nudity there, but they didn't really take that all the way. Well, anyway. But they cuss a lot. It's dirty Harry Potter. It's Dirty Harry Potter. Loved it. Loved it. Um, now, what was that on? Sci-Fi Channel. That was on. Well, what were you watching it on? I bought it on Amazon Prime okay. so that I could watch it, like, the day after it aired on amazon prime you can buy it yeah but it's on sci-fi channel yeah that's an interesting show for sci-fi channel i bet well there's another show that i'm watching right now that the sci-fi channel put out that's on netflix that's about to go off called lost girl yeah that it it's another one of their sh- their shows it's very mature i've i told you about it i was like there's a lot of lesbians on this show <laughs> that's a pr- i mean I, I think it's great i think but, it's wonderful it's very it's, progressive uh, yeah it, it doesn't seem like something that would be the sci-fi channel shtick to be edgy you know what? It's perfect. Stuff. It's absolutely perfect. I think it's it's edgy. It's dirty. It's uh, paranormal urban fiction. <laughs> Say that again. Paranormal urban fiction. Okay. That the is that an actual thing, or did you just come up with that? Actually, I think paranormal fiction is a thing. Okay. So I like it. But it's been fun watching that show. And I feel really guilty because I was in there riding the exercise bike while you were taking a nap. And I watched the the season four finale and a main character died. And I Blair Witch Ugly cried watching that scene. I mean, like, and I feel guilty about it because it's kind of a cheesy show that uses you know the pulling at the heartstrings music and all that i mean they don't apologize for being cheesy at all they just go with it and like i feel guilty falling for it but it was really good it was really touching (laughs) we all need something to watch while we're all quarantined yeah yeah i'm making it my quarantine binge watch i haven't really paid attention to every state what they're doing only the major ones but uh, I imagine just about everybody's under some sort of quarantine. Home Shelter confi- at home. Home confinement, something, whatever you want to call it. Stay the hell home. And stay the hell home time, people. 
Find something on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. You find, you've got a house. Yeah, I, I won't even yourself. check like how many hours I've been on my iPad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, having a little me. bit of rental property, I can get out. Like there's a place we're renovating so we can get out and dig in the dirt a little bit around yeah. that. And I'm learning how to take down wallpaper now. Oh. God, whoever put up wallpaper, you idiots. Don't ever fucking do that. You really hate wallpaper now, don't you? Yes, I really do. I'm going to wallpaper our whole, our whole pl- No, I'm kidding. I would die. You would die. I would die first. You'd hate it. you hate it. Well, I rescued a uh, little teeny tiny, I guess it's a sewing table. Oh, yeah. From, from the house, yeah. and I spray painted it. I've been playing with painting furniture. We bought so. a uh, we bought a duplex that was built as a duplex in 1930, <laughs> 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 and we bought it from somebody who's basically aging parent lived in one side, and another hundred year old lady lived in the other side. So uh, basically, it's, it's a little old lady square, and they just wanted rid of it. So basically, the deal was when we were negotiating a price, I said, "Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you this." And you just walk away. I'll take, you know, if there was to be a little bit of an antique something in there or whatever, I'll clean it out, throw all the trash away, and keep whatever I want to keep. He's like, done. <laughs> Good. Get well, it out of here. I have something to tell you, Hank. I really want to go back over there and get that dresser and that beautiful, beautiful uh, um, chest of drawers. Yeah, there's a chest of there's drawers, an a dresser, and, a, um, and the headboard for the yeah. uh, bed. It's a yeah. matching set. That looks like, if I'm not mistaken, probably from the 40s. Yeah. I think it's extremely old. It's in extremely yeah. good shape. I know. And I really want to paint it. There's fun, we found a few <laughs> fun things in there. Yeah. Found that porn magazine stuffed up in the... From, uh, what was it, 1974 or 76? Yeah, you said it was in the early 70s. Yeah. Um, 76, it was, it was Stuffed up in the, uh, oh, in the drop ceiling in the bathroom. Yep. Classic, exactly where you'd want to hide it if you were a little kid in the 70s. It's exactly. <laughs> really? Uh, Is that where you put it? It seems like it would be if you had a drop ceiling. Wouldn't that be perfect? I don't know. I never got that sneaky. I don't know either. So anyway, we found some interesting stuff in this. So that's given us something to be able to go over and, you know. Work. Do, do, some, little, do yeah, some stuff. Do yeah. some demolition, clean out that stuff. It's, yeah, at least something, got, to, something do. to do. Something to do, yeah. So our life isn't disrupted too much in that capacity, but I've had to go overall through. it's obviously changed. I've had to go through shit. the drive through at the bank. Holy shit, everything's different. Yeah, yep. it's just, yeah, and I wear gloves to do that. Notice them mask everywhere. Yep. I saw a a, a, a uh, HVAC company driving around today, and and the driver and the passenger both had masks on, and I didn't think a thing of it. And I and then about five minutes later, I thought, you know, if I'd saw that a month ago, I'd have been like, what the hell? What? That's so weird. What, are, what is the weirdest thing I've ever seen? Why are they wearing masks? Well, I, all right, this tells me this now it's just totally me. natural, just normal. This reminds me of another another like horror story. I, I love it when like I remember these great horror stories. That's, that's I don't remember remember the name of the site, and I don't remember the chemical that they were producing. But once I was on a, a field trip, field sampling trip, environmental, and you had to wear a respirator on site because mm-hmm. they were producing something that was like super toxic, and they. Your, your orientation, like they're like, okay, this is the siren 
that you hear, you know, you've got to make sure that your mask is sealed and blah, blah, blah. And, and that, you know, you'll, you'll survive it if your mask is sealed. That's the old shit alarm. Yeah. And this is the siren that you hear to kiss your ass goodbye because you're going to die in the next wow. 30 seconds. There's the old there shit. were and then two then the different. Abs- then the absolutely you're going to yeah, die. Yeah. Like like your your respirator is not going to protect you from this. Holy and it was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that. I was just young and dumb and like, okay. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been some places. You know, at least with these zombies, I, I put this out on Twitter a few days ago, but, you know, at least zombies, like, they have to physically make contact with you. This is airborne. You. Yeah. It's way more horrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, All right, everybody. This has been a great Heavenly Nerd Talk. We'll talk to you next time. Oh. Oh. First, let me tell you where you can find us. Oh, wait a minute. We're <laughs> wait a minute. This is this is when I try to take control. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. All right, you can find find us at hillbillynerdtalk.com. Hillbillynerdtalk.com. And from there, you can find our Twitter, our Reddit, Reddit, and possibly Pinterest. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time.